Welcome to the Barbells and Briefcases podcast, coming at you with the conversations you care about in business and fitness. My name is John Miller. Sitting next to me is Nicholas Saka. Nick, how are you doing tonight? Wonderful, wonderful. Fantastic. So today we are going to be doing a more fitness-focused podcast. Uh, Quick disclaimer, you know, I've been a personal trainer here in Las Vegas for about a year and a half now. Nick's actually the one that got me into lifting weights about five years ago, and I've been hooked on this ever since. However, me and Nick don't know everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As 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 things relates to uh, to fitness and business, you know, the disclaimer is that listen, we don't know everything, guys. We we're going through this journey just as you guys are going through it, and we make this podcast to be able to share that information, to be able to share the experiences. The growing pains, the the trials, tribulations, and we get to interview some people, some amazing people that uh, that also have some pretty awesome experiences as it relates to to these subjects. And so, we thank you guys for listening. Yeah, and we want to use what we learn from the people that we interview to pass it on to you guys. That's why we started this podcast. That's the only reason. We just want to add value and. You know, if you've been rocking with us, you know, you've gone you've gone through the growing pains as far as this podcast is concerned. Don't listen to the first couple, I'll tell you it's bad. But <laughs> but as we've as we've grown, you know, the the main focus of this entire podcast is to be able to share some of these things, some of this knowledge and information. And so with that being said, yeah, this is a, a more fitness focused episode. Um, we've the last couple, we've probably done a little bit more on the business side and more of the, yeah, the interviewing uh, side. The last one, probably more even fitness focused, you could call it, was probably the Ace one where we interviewed the Ace guys. But even that, we were more interested in probably their business and how they got started in the business. We Absolutely. Weren't, we weren't really asking them for tips or anything, although they could give us a whole bunch on uh, booty building and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, Probably the last one that we did was uh, that we did more talk more fitness was uh, was how to track macros, how to use my fitness pal and and you know we will refer to that one you know yeah if for sure if, if you are in the middle or the beginning of starting maybe your fitness journey, if you guys want to check out that episode, uh, it's 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 using it's my my fitness pal or I yeah. forget how we how we titled it, but we talk as far as how to track macros and how yeah. to track your nutrition because that is the most important part, you know arguably. Of, yeah, of the nutrition piece. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, let's just jump right into it. Uh, we wanted to kind of talk today on a few subjects, it being the beginning of the year. A lot of people are starting to join gyms this time of the year with new goals. They want to you know change their bodies. They want to better themselves, things like that. It's halfway through the first quarter, so now people are starting to really get serious. Yeah, that and people are starting to get their... Uh, Tax refunds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. <laughs> they, they're going to be balling for like a month. Yep. So uh, so when people come into the gym, uh, most people when they join a gym, especially in America, number one goal, what do you think it is, Nick? I want to lose weight. Damn right. America's a fat country. And people here join <laughs> gyms. <laughs> we are. Kept the real. Hell yeah. <laughs> people, people join gyms, by and large, trying to lose weight. They want to jump on the treadmills. They want to, you know, start burning all that fat that they've accumulated over the holidays. And uh, so when someone comes up to me and, you know, they sign up for their free session at the gym and they sit down and they tell me what they want, that they want to lose weight. First thing I go over with them is nutrition. 
You can't outwork a bad diet. You can't, you know, you can't out hustle a bad diet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you alluded to my fitness pal. Uh, it's a great tool. Get you started on tracking your macros, tracking, you know, what you eat, getting you knowledgeable about what's in the food that you eat. And it helps you set goals for yourself on how to stay on track. That's the most important thing, because if you are not eating or you, if you're not your energy level isn't at a calorie deficit, then you aren't going to lose weight. Uh, the next part about that is is making sure you're eating protein. If you're in the gym and you're working out and you're lifting weights, you want to make sure that the that all the work that you're putting in the gym is going towards building muscle. The next part on that is is making sure you're eating enough protein. All right. Uh, person to person basis, how much protein you have, it's it's depends on what your goals are and how big you are and where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I guess what I mean, rewind. What's the first thing that you usually tell people when they're like, "I want to lose weight"? It, well, I mean, at least the, at least with any kind of results, your first answer you tell me that it's usually it depends. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because everybody is so different. Everybody is has their own situations going on. Everyone eats at different rates and eats different things. Everyone has different activity levels. Some people have sedentary jobs where they're sitting at a desk all day and they don't move. Some people have jobs where they're standing up all day and they're moving around and they burn a lot of calories at work doing that, but they still, you know, overeat or if if they don't, or if even if they're not eating enough, lots of times uh, that can cause a lot of excess fat just because when you undereat and you don't exercise, your body hangs on to every little bit of food that it gets and you get that that skinny fat look. I've been there. <laughs> so uh, it just depends. There's not a one size fits yeah, all. There's definitely know? not a one size fits all because you know I could get one person that you know is you know the textbook obese person that you know sits on the couch all day, eats, doesn't lift a finger other than you know to lift a fork up into their mouth, and the simplest most basic answer that for them is you just need to move mm-hmm. you need to move and move and some some activity is better than nothing exactly. so they say you know should i just jump on the treadmill should i do that you should just move yeah like, whatever you like to do if if it's walking a dog if it's you know if it's steps, coming to the gym the yeah steps thing if it's yeah tracking your steps tracking uh any little any little activity finding something that you like whether it be riding a bike whether it be walking your dogs whether it be shoot what's something else people do <laughs> like playing basketball like yeah. anything yeah just just movement you know and, and like i recently did uh i recently did hot pilates that shit is intense son like like um i've you know people have already noticed with they're like three four sessions they're like man you slimming down i'm like man you know like and i even noticed it's like it's like happening but it's just and i actually kind of like like that type of workout where you know i'm sweating and it's causing me to sweat right. but it's it's kind of finding what you like yeah if if, if if you don't enjoy it you're probably not going to stick to it so figure i guess a, a program or something that's just going to get you to move Definitely. one that you don't hate you know yeah and and what you said also is consistency is the key. Anything that you like doing, you're more likely to do consistently without even thinking about it. And when you look forward to going to the gym or you look forward to doing any type of activity, you're more likely to do it. 
and anything's better than sitting at home and doing nothing after you've been sitting at work all day and doing nothing. Yeah. You got to figure out a way to move. Yeah. Especially, it makes no sense, man. Like, um, I mean, I'm my employee today. She was like, you know, I, I, I probably did something I shouldn't have done, but you know, I was like, I had this craving for raisin canes, so I brought canes back to the office. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I can't eat that. I'm going to the gym today. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, like if anything, that's more of a reason that you should allow yourself to, like, eat and treat yourself because you're about to burn. Yes burn and no. I mean, like, it depends. For because you, it's better, that... it's better than to not, like, okay, I didn't work out so I can eat whatever I yeah. want. Like, and, I don't know. And you definitely see problems with people that, especially newcomers, they come into a gym and they haven't eaten all day and it's 5 p.m. and they're ready oh, to work yeah. out. Oh, that's trouble. That's asking for someone to either A, pass out or B, throw up. Yeah, <laughs> one of the two. And I've seen both happen. So, uh, I mean, pre-workout for some people works. Uh, one quick pre-workout nutrition that I recommend is is just like fruit, you know, a banana, banana you know, a little bowl of strawberries or grapes or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, this wasn't directly before her workout, yeah. but I was just trying to say, like, you know, if if you're going to work out that day or if you have already worked out that day, yeah. I mean, not to say to eat shitty, I'm, you know, I'm, everyone wants to stick to the regimen, but right. you should really kind of be conscious of what you're eating yeah. every single day I'm, I'm versus, the, yeah. oh, I'm working out today. I can't yeah. eat that. Yeah. It's, it's easier to make that correlation with, you know, I ate this, you know, an hour before, so... I so now that workout is going to be meaningless because yeah. I'm I I'm what half a pound heavier than what I was yeah. supposed to be going yeah. into the workout. Going to the gym that's just like that that saying you know that no workouts worse or any better or worse than the one you didn't do. I don't know how you say the, it. I probably said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I I totally I, wrong. It was that. It was that. What did I tell Will that one day? It was like uh, any workout is better than the one that didn't happen. Yeah, exactly, and. You know, so I, man, I, I mean, I guess my two cents is inc- I encourage people to figure out their their how they how they operate, kind of similar to what you said. Like, like I, for me, I actually find that you know, I mean, I eat decently healthy, but I notice that when I'm doing more activities and putting, you know, when I'm I'm uh, busier, I'm busier. Like I'm doing two a days. I'm doing that. You know, it, it does allow me to see results. Versus, I'm sure that's not the same. But thing. is that sustainable? No, no, and you'll hit a plateau for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's where, like, planning things out and and being okay with slow progress. Slow progress is still better than no progress, too. Yeah, for sure. Like, it doesn't matter if you're crawling or you're walking, you're still making progress. Yeah. Um, And the other thing that I like to tell people that that come into me with, you know, that are interested in starting their weight loss journey is, is don't get caught up with the number on the scale. Because there's so many factors that affect how much you weigh at any given time of the day. You know, most people are lightest right when they first wake up. You know, the first thing I do almost every morning when I wake up is I go and pee and then I weigh myself. I'm the lightest that I will possibly be all day first thing in the morning. Granted, if I had a big salty meal and a big glass of water before I went to bed... I will definitely be heavier than if I ate my last meal of the day at 7 p.m. and it was nothing but chicken and veggies. Yeah. So even that, like, 
there's so many factors that go into how much you weigh at any given time. So, and what I always tell people is, is that weight is just one factor. It's one variable on the, on the piece of, on the, what is the word? On the grand scale of things that you should be tracking. Like yeah. your yeah. body fat, how you look, how you feel. Those are the how your clothes you, fit like the there's so many have. other things yeah. that not just the scale yeah i can't stand when people do that too because they're like oh but i'm down 10 pounds motherfucker like how do you know that sh- how do you know that's healthy like yeah. how do you know it's exactly. like a healthy like it's- yeah <laughs> and then the other the other half of that is people that they put a lot of work into the gym to lose weight but because they're also mixing in weight training and they're gaining muscle they're not losing as much weight as they think because although their body fat's going down because they have more muscle and muscle weighs more than fat, they're not seeing the results on the scale. Mm-hmm. So so track how you feel, yeah, how your clothes fit, exactly. how, you, how you take, look. Take pictures of yourself. I know for some people it's kind of embarrassing and it, it feels douchey to take a, a mirror selfie of you shirtless. Not me. I do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, do it like because lots of times – if you're looking at yourself in the mirror every day, you're not going to see the little changes day to day, week to week, month to month. But if you look at a picture that you took of yourself, you know, January 1st, and it's almost March 1st, and you've been going to the gym three, four times a week for the last three months, there's a big difference. Uh, there could be a big difference in how you look. And you might not even see that seeing yourself day to day. Yeah. I, I like that analogy too. Don't get caught up on the scale. Like I tell my, I tell my salespeople that all the time. Like don't get caught up with what's on the board. Get caught up on the activities. Like what yeah. are you doing to produce those results? Like never look at the end result and think, oh, I'm not there yet. or like you know I'm not right. having the greatest month. It's all about activities it's, at the end of the day. It, yeah, it's it's. I mean, losing weight is a numbers game, just like sales is a numbers game. If you yeah. put the work in, eventually you'll see the results. You just have to be patient. Yeah. That's some good stuff right there. And uh, speaking of being patient, that's a nice little segue into the next thing that people want to do when they come to the gym. And I'm talking about the hard gainers. I'm talking about the skinny guys and girls that are looking to to get big muscles. The most important thing that I tell people when they come in wanting to build muscle and wanting to get big and get swole is be patient. John knows a thing or two about this, right? <laughs> like, you muscle grows so slow, and gaining strength happens so slowly, it will frustrate the shit out of you. But if you put in the work, and if you keep grinding day in and day out, you're going to get stronger. There's no magic pill that you take. I mean, obviously, yeah, there's steroids. I mean, I guess people do that. But <laughs> yeah, part, even like losing weight, there's yeah. no fat burner that's going to help you lose weight and there's probably no magic pill that's going to help you gain strength and size right and like a a quick example is like when i started working out with you i was 160 pounds soaking wet uh just from paying attention to my eating and lifting weights in my first three months i gained 15 20 pounds of muscle really really fast because there was a drastic change to my lifestyle Mm. it took me another two years to gain another 20 pounds of muscle yeah, I got, I'm gonna, I got the like the before and after. I seen a picture. It was like I think we were at like EDC or something. Oh, man. <laughs> this dude I was, was a like twig. a twig, like he was, was a beanpole. Yeah, so we're gonna post that, guys. 
but yeah, uh, it's building strength happens slowly. You need to be patient, but if you put the work in, it will happen. The other thing with strength is uh, the principle of get sciency here is the principle of progressive overload, and this means that you want to be constantly pushing yourself. You want to be constantly adding weight. I know everybody that's been to the gym uh, for a good amount of time has always seen you know the one guy that every week, week in and week out, is doing the same weights every week. That guy doesn't usually change that much. Like if you're doing the same weights, you're gonna stay the same. Yeah. You want to be pushing yourself. You want to be even if it's lower reps. Yeah, even if it's lower reps, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna be stronger every single week. You're gonna have bad days. You're gonna have bad weeks. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, but Aches by and, and large, if if you're in there and you're working hard, you're gonna set PRs. You're gonna you're gonna see progress. You're gonna get stronger if you're lifting he- heavy weights. So. You need to push yourself or you're not going to change. The other thing for my hard gainers, you have to eat. You have to eat and eat and eat. And even if you think you're eating enough, you're probably not and you need to eat more. I would say, I would add to that is when I'm eating, um, if I'm eating shitty, I'm actually eating less because that shitty, like that sodium, everything's yes. like keeping me full or yeah, longer. Yeah, some of those shitty foods are more filling too. Yeah, but as if, if I'm putting some good quality stuff, you know, some basic plain Jane type fucking meals, yeah. you know, in my in my daily, you know, um, meal plan, then I'm able to actually fit more of those foods you think into so? my diet for me. Okay, because I think I find when I eat more, like more fibrous type foods, I get fuller. Hmm. I don't know, but like uh, like leafy greens, things like that. I get fuller temporarily. Yeah. Oh, but I'll be hungry in an hour. It goes right <laughs> through me. Yeah. But no, I mean eating a bunch of freaking veggies is tough. Like <laughs> like yeah. But uh, I mean, but it goes through me, and and you'll be hungry again. And I mean, to, for me, like today, for instance, like I had my meal prep. I was all good. You know, I kind of fasted till twelve o'clock. Um, I had my had my meal prep like at twelve. Um, had a sweet tooth like at 2.30, so I gave into a donut. Probably wasn't the <laughs> coolest thing. And then at that point, like, I had my other meal prep ready, but I was so hungry and, like, fiending for something, like, greasy. Like, yeah. something like, It's because you, know, you had a donut, which but was I a whole too, bunch of sugar. But, but I did. And it made you crave more sugar. But I did, to my, to my defense, right? Like, I did do two workouts yesterday. I killed... I killed arms, and then I did the this hot Pilates stuff, which in my mind, I'm like, my body's craving, right? Like, it's like maybe it's just me, you know, but or maybe it's just excuses, all right? But look. <laughs> you should, if only you could see the way I was looking at Dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might just post it, but, but uh, I ain't shitty today, but listen, uh, no, I actually, I did pretty good. I, 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 if I track my calories, I probably still was under 3,000, which... Probably isn't bad. Um, but anyways, would, enough about me. Let's yeah, not exactly. Make this about me. Let's make this. And then, and listeners. then my next question is: Okay, so how much protein did you eat? Uh, man, I probably got a good amount of protein, and actually, to be honest, probably probably like 120. So maybe 100. Is, is that 100, like average 100, for you? 100, 
for me, it's hard. It's hard uh, to to get a gram per body weight of protein. For me, it's hard. Yeah, to for a, for most people, it's hard unless they're like supplementing with with like protein shakes and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm gonna take a protein shake after this. I'll probably actually end up being like at one one seventy, okay, one one sixty. So. so for your activity level and like that calorie, yeah, like uh, yeah. amount was probably in your normal yeah. range. So you and tomorrow I got two workouts. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. And so it's it's just what's working for me. Um, although I could, I, I didn't have to get raisin canes today. That was just the one like thing where it was like completely unnecessary. Yeah. So you probably ate more carbs today than you usually Absolutely. do. Absolutely, I felt fantastic too. No, no <laughs> regrets. <laughs> Don't be like Nick, guys. Yeah, yeah. Don't listen to me. Listen. I, uh, <laughs> anyways, back to back to the scientists here. Yeah. <laughs> and and speaking of that, that's actually a good segue. My next point would was eat eat your protein if you're trying to to gain weight and gain muscle and get stronger because the protein you is kind of need protein no matter what though. Right? Yeah, yeah. Either way, I mean, if you're trying to lose weight, like you know, you want to be restricting. Like if you're restricting like out of the three big macronutrients, proteins, fats, carbs, you want probably want to be taking more from the carbs and the fats than you are the protein. Like you want to keep your protein uptake high mm-hmm. just so that, you know, you're maintaining that muscle mass. And, you know, carbs and fats are good things. Carbs, you know, give you good, quick energy. You know, fats give you the, the longer, more sustaining energy. Those are both necessary to have uh, you know, a successful, you know, lifting life. Right. But the protein is what's going to make sure that you're, you're building muscle and you have the building blocks. Your body has the building blocks that it needs to, to be as fit as it possibly can. Yeah, so that's, so that's a good non-negotiable. If you want to take something, you know, out of it is that yeah. you need pro- protein. protein. Good proteins are non-negotiable. You got to have that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it varies what experts say on what's, you know, the optimal amount of protein, uh, whether it's, you know, a gram or a gram and a half per kilogram of your body weight or whether it's, a, you know, a gram per pound like you kind of alluded to earlier. Uh, for me, what's worked for me is I just try to have 30 to 40 grams of protein in at least four of the things that I eat per day. So yeah. four meals, 40 grams of protein. I'm a 200-pound male. That's what works for me, and that's I've seen progress, and I've gained weight and gained muscle that way. Um, what works for you might be different. I know I'm sound like a broken record here, but it depends on on what your what where you are and what your goals are. So yeah, you want to tie all this into the last question, and then the last thing we wanted to go over, uh, kind of a question that. I get every once in a while is, you know, should you hire a coach or a trainer? Um, it depends. <laughs> it it depends on many things. It depends on what your goals are. It depends on where you're at. It depends on uh, money. What, it depends it, on it, money. It definitely depends <laughs> on your money because you afford one. Uh, kind of like how what Randall alluded to um, with. Uh, on our last podcast with um, Everett, with Everett, you know, just like art is a, a luxury item, so is having a personal trainer. It's it comes from your expendable income. It's it's a luxury to have a trainer. Not everybody can afford it. So, 
if, if you can't afford to have a trainer, you shouldn't have a trainer because if you can only afford, you know, to see a, a trainer once a week, you're probably not going to see progress just seeing a trainer once a week. Yeah. Um, doing your research and, and watching some YouTube videos. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Like the other thing that, uh, that I would say is if you're very tech savvy and if you like researching things and if you like, you know, figuring out stuff on your own, like that's kind of how I was and how I started, you know, getting into fitness in the first place is I Googled every question that I had, you know, I found really good, smart resources through social media and YouTube. I found smart people that I looked up to and I devoured all their information immersed himself in that shit (laughs) yeah so if you're like one of those types of people if you're like me and you just you will youtube or you will google deep dive a subject till you know everything about it you you probably don't need a trainer uh you can from a personal trainer guys (laughs) you can learn how to do a lot of stuff uh through youtube i mean there's definitely some things where it helps to have a an experienced second set of eyes, whether it comes to like, you know, squat form. And and I and, think in the, in the nitty gritty of things, I think everybody can use a personal trainer. Everybody can, everybody use, a can coach use an and, accountability and, and, partner. Yeah. And that's the big thing about a big benefit of personal trainers is accountability. Because like there's, there's a saying that, you know, everyone or people will be accountable to other people, but will fail to be accountable to themselves like yeah yeah, when it comes when it comes down to you know honoring their own code or their own word they won't do it as successfully as if they would if you know somebody else was meeting them at 6 a.m the next day right you know and that accountability watching every single movement and telling them you know what and what not to do yeah that accountability comes on a lot of different levels too because you know just the simple fact of all right i paid you know, $500 for this personal trainer for however many sessions. So I'm, I have to go now because it's, it's not even the trainer that's making you accountable. It's the investment that you made to being healthier. And then other, the other levels, uh, are if you like your trainer and if you don't want to let them down, that's a level of accountability. If, you know, you announced on Instagram that, hey, I hired a trainer and he's been kicking my ass lately, that's a level of accountability. There's there's lots and lots of levels to to how a trainer can keep you accountable. And the, just the trainer themselves texting you, asking you, you know, are you staying on track today? Are you eating today? When's, when's our next session? When do you want to see me again? Things like that. Like, there's... L- just little things like that that push you into going to the gym on days when you don't feel like it and is a big benefit. Uh, another thing that's a big benefit uh, I kind of alluded to before is making sure that you're doing things safely, that you're doing things correctly, that you're handing, handling the right loads, that you know, you're not doing anything that's going to make you injure yourself or put you at risk for any type of... You, mean, only, you don't need any setbacks. That's yeah. Because, yeah, all it takes is is one, you know, slip disc, one sprained ankle, whatever, and you're, you're, out the gym. And you're sitting on your butt for a month whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. So definitely a trainer can help you out with that. Uh, and the other big thing with with having a trainer is is it's someone to push you. You know, lots of people or a lot of my clients, they just like having somebody to 
to push them to do things that they don't think they can do or that they wouldn't do by themselves. They like turning the switch on their mind where they have to think off and have having somebody else do the have somebody else do yeah. the do the heavy lift not the heavy lifting but the heavy thinking for them right right i use i got an example like i was in dallas recently and my friend will you know took care of the flights he had us all in all the coolest lounge american express lounge and you know and all the you know uh, all the intermissions and everything and and it was cool as shit like to be there and just just you know strolling along like not having to worry about you know which gate we're at right. <laughs> not having to worry about the stuff that he's kind of talking about which is the nitty-gritty you're just going there tell me what i gotta do and you don't have to really figure out you know kind of the um, the tough stuff that's what you're paying that person for yeah exactly like i do the googling for you you pay me because i did all that hard work and now you can reap the benefits of my hard work yeah so, so those are like having a trainer is definitely can benefit you and if you pick a trainer that that can help you get to your goals faster then it can definitely be worth the investment so things to look for when you're looking for a personal trainer is somebody that that has clients that are trying to that are trying to get to the same place as you are if if you're a young girl and you want a big butt and you see and you know a personal trainer that has a track record and posts on social media all the time all his clients progress pictures of big butts that's a great personal trainer to go to and to reach out to uh another big thing with picking a personal trainer is personality uh you want to pick someone that you click with you want to pick someone that you can talk to that is that you feel comfortable because lots of times with with my clients and with lots of other trainers clients like as a personal trainer you end up becoming that person's like pseudo psychologist right you you know about their lives like a, you know, like a, a bartender but a positive one yeah because like you you hear you know about i know all my trainers husbands and wives names i know their their kids names and their ages and what's going on with them in school i hear about their work lives and their work problems and everything that's going on and and they trust me with that information and it's just that extra level of accountability because i end up becoming someone that they like and that they confide in and so they don't want to let me down so they come to the gym more and they they keep coming so definitely you want to pick a trainer that that you can talk to that you're not afraid to to be honest with because sometimes you have to tell your trainer be vulnerable. Yeah, sometimes you have to tell your trainer, "Sorry, I, you know, I went to a birthday party this weekend and I ate a whole chocolate cake." Yeah. I got shit-faced, you know. Yeah, I got shit-faced <laughs> last night, so I feel like shit. Right. And I don't I'm not thinking straight and I might throw up. You you're going to have to find somebody that you're going to have to be okay with giving like like the truth nothing but the truth and the whole truth you know and, yeah. and your real life excuses versus not what you want them to think of you but exactly. how it actually is exactly so. because because if you're not being honest with them then they're not gonna well, get, they're gonna know yeah they're gonna know for sure and, and and you're gonna know because you're not gonna see the results if you're not being honest with them too yep that's good yeah so so yeah um I am a personal trainer. If you're in Las Vegas, uh, I can train you at any LVAC. 
You are going <laughs> online here pretty soon, right? Yeah. Online coaching. That's that's the plan for for very soon in 2018. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, John J O N Will W I L L Miller, John Will Miller. You can find um, me at Nick Exclusive. And thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, if if you like the podcast, uh, share it with somebody that you think could get value with it. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Leave a five-star review. That's how this podcast gets bumped up, how we get kind of uh, you know higher on the rating list, and it's kind of what helps us. So if you did take some value from it, we would appreciate that. And that being said, thank you, thank you, thank you. We out. Appreciate you.